in the hobby. It's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We hype ourselves up thinking that we could pull, I don't know, Hall of Famer. But with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com. The only repack that provides real value, a complete view of all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy slab packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. There is nothing more fun than opening an Arena Club slab pack. I mean, it is so much better than any mystery pack that I've ever purchased because there is a focus on transparency. There is a display of available cards. There are hit rates you can get. When you're graded, you're given a rationale. It is the marketplace for card collecting, buying, trading, selling, and displaying. Arena Club Slab Packs are revolutionizing the repack game with transparency. After your pulls are revealed, they'll immediately be placed in your vault for safekeeping or trading and selling. You can have them officially graded by Arena Club. The Arena Club grading process is accurate, fast, and transparent, with a full grade rationale provided and explanation of how your card was scored. Whether you're buying, selling, trading, or displaying, Arena Club is the card collecting platform you have to check out. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash badmoney. Wow, that's a crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack, that's $40 right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash badmoney for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You got problems that you ought to be concerned with Moolah. You don't know how you're supposed to earn it Or what to do with it or how to keep it You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret But you're not the only one Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun Now your healing has begun It's bad with money with Gabe S. Done. Welcome to another mailbag episode of Bad With Money I'm your host, Gabe Shane Dunn This is a podcast about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. Welcome, welcome. If you want to write into the show, you can do so at GabeIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com. You can also message me at Gabe S. Dunn on Instagram or at BWMPod on Instagram. If you want to watch a video of this, you can do so at Patreon, patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. This is a video. This is me. This is the mug I'm using, which you'll only be able to see if you watch the video. And if you did watch the video, let me know what you think of my mug. Okay, so this week on the show, we are going to talk about a little bit of a response we got to our quitting episode. We did an episode called Quitting is Good, actually, with Julia Keller, who wrote a book called Quitting, A Life Strategy. And I loved that interview. I thought it was a fantastic interview. Then we got some comments about the interview on Instagram that I thought were very interesting. So one person wrote, This is very damaging. Write books all you want, but this won't suddenly be okay to do. Well, sure. I think that quitting, as we spoke about it in the episode, is more of a a mindset of loving yourself and caring about yourself and caring about your mental health and not 
romanticizing suffering. So yeah, are people going to quit en masse? Probably not. But I think that something like that could help with increasing the minimum wage, increasing better treatment and work conditions. I think it's it's more, it's less, perhaps this person didn't l- listen to the interview because it's less like quit everything and more thinking about quitting in a way that doesn't create shame and the fear of failure. Anyway, I love the episode. I think it's really great. Obviously, you're simplifying it and saying that, you know, it's not going to be suddenly okay to quit everything. And I understand that. I mean, I personally am a proponent of UBI. We've talked about it, universal basic income, which would give people a minimum income every month so that people wouldn't be scrambling or be paycheck to paycheck. You know, if they had this little head start, I'm also a fan of reparations. Yeah, I I think I want to live in a beautiful future where maybe people aren't suffering. That's just me. I know it's wacky. Okay, this is another message I got about the episode. Perseverance through toxic work cultures just to be able to say you're a good worker is awful. I would constantly skip breaks and work past clocking out to prove I was a good worker. And all it does is contribute to that toxic work mentality and make it harder for other workers to set healthy boundaries. Yes, spot on. Exactly. I think that this is part of a movement that I spoke about a bit with Julia Keller called quiet quitting, but also she talks about it as quasi quitting, which to her quasi quitting means doing sort of the the minimum at your job or not even doing the minimum, doing your job, not going above and beyond for no pay and not working yourself to the bone for no extra pay. And then while you're doing that, sort of keeping an eye out for other opportunities, looking for other jobs, maybe applying for other jobs, making sure that you the, the job has your body, but they don't have your mind is basically what she was talking about. You should really listen to the episode. It seems like this person did and the other person did not. Someone else said, Julia should have a dialogue with Angela Duckworth, the author of Grit. That's extremely funny. I wonder if they've ever talked or or met or spoken. But yeah, Grit was a, a book by Angela Duckworth, and it's called The Power of Passion and Perseverance. <laughs> and it talks about, you know, what what people go through when they fall down and get back up again. And I'm sure that's really beautiful. You know, I'm sure that the description says it is for anyone striving to succeed, be it parents, students, educators, athletes or business people. The secret to outstanding achievement is not talent, but a special blend called grit. Sure. Sure. I would love to see those books together on a shelf, actually. Okay, this is a message from someone where I was talking about how much I paid for certified copies of my name change order, because if this is your first time listening to the show, I am trans. I changed my name this year. And this person wrote, wait, 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 Gabe, you paid how much for your certified copies of your name changed order? 150 for three copies? What the fuck are the California courts on charging $50 a copy? Mine were only $7 a copy. Okay, that's interesting. I guess it depends on where you get your name changed. Mine were $50 a copy. Yeah, and I got three. So if you've had your name changed, please write in and let me know how much it costs for you to do it or how much it costs for you to do it. And then, because mine was 435, and then how much it costs for you to get certified copies. As I wonder where this person was, that $7 was the number. It sort of reminds me of when I went to Cincinnati one time and had a beer that was $2. And I was like, oh, I've lived in LA for way too long. Florida too, one time I had a beer that was 99 cents. They don't have that here. Let me tell you, not at not at restaurants. <laughs> I'm sure some restaurant is going to write in and be like, we actually have $2 beers. Fine. But I'm just saying, 
where, where you live, maybe it was $7. I'm sure there are other places where it's either less or more. So I would love for someone to write in and tell me how much it was and also how much it was to actually file the paperwork. Because again, for me, it was $435 to file the paperwork. And I gave them a check. I paid in check, by the way. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. You guys know that I have had allergies for forever. I've had seasonal allergies since I was a kid. It causes pressure in my face, under my eyes. They're my ultimate handbrake. When my nose is plugged up, I feel like I can't do anything. I can't enjoy food because I can't taste it. I can't work out because I feel tired and distracted. I can't even host the show because my voice sounds like a duck. And listen... I am already dealing with vocal strain from testosterone and my voice dropping. I don't need any more problems with allergies. Luckily, for those of us who live with symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for allergies like probably for the last 10 years or something. And it's been an absolute life changer. I can go outside without my eyes watering like a fountain. I can speak without feeling like a frog has jumped in my throat. I get really embarrassed when I'm sneezing all the time. I have like an itchy nose or throat, like ugh, like just the, the itchiness in the back of your sinuses is like so distracting and so annoying. And I get like pressure in my ears too. It's really painful. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies. It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and Powerful Relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a new candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. It would be so much easier if I was looking for someone to help me with sweetening audio or let's say someone to run my merch shop or all the little things that go into running a podcast. Usually something like that would be so slow and overwhelming. And honestly, I wish I had used Indeed and I will use Indeed in the future. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash badwithmoney. Just go to Indeed.com slash badwithmoney right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash bad with money. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
Managing my finances is incredibly stressful and time consuming. I'm sure you guys know you've been with me on this journey. You know how many finance apps I've tried. You know how much they haven't worked for me. And I'm always on the hunt for a finance app that fits my life. And then I tried Monarch. It is so easy to use with powerful features, collaboration tools, intuitive design, personalization, constant product improvements. I really value an app that allows me to do all of this without confusion. And especially important to me is intuitive design and the ability to personalize because clearly finance is not one size fits all. Did you know that money issues are a leading cause of divorce? Monarch, the top rated personal finance app, also has built-in collaboration features so you can invite your partner at no extra cost. Together, you can see all your finances, collaborate on your budget, and get insights on your cash flow and recurring transactions. It's the easiest way to manage your household finances. Are you saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation? Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Have you been frustrated with personal finance apps that are cluttered with ads, difficult to use, rarely updated? So was Monarch. They built a new kind of personal finance app that's intuitive and powerful and ad-free and constantly improving based on customer feedback. Experience a personal finance app that prioritizes the user experience above all else. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple intuitive design makes it so easy to set up, customize, and use. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. Change the layout of your dashboard, toggle between light and dark mode, create custom budgets and notifications, set up automatic rules for transactions and notifications, and more. Plus, there's ad-free privacy you can trust. We will never sell your data to third parties or show you ads. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash badmoney. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash badmoney for your extended 30-day free trial. Okay, so this is someone else who wrote in about coding interviews, which is, I think, just going to be the new name of the show. Okay, they wrote, About software engineering whiteboard coding interviews. Weirdly, even though they're not great, they're sort of a step up from the old interview strategy, especially at places like Google. Sorry if you've talked about this before and I forgot, but it's pretty well known within tech that Google used to ask weird brain teasers like, how many ping pong balls can you fit into a Boeing 747? (laughs) What? Oh my God. As their interview questions. And as you might expect, this does not necessarily select for people who have a lot of coding experience. It selects for people who are comfortable BSing in a job interview about a topic they have no experience in. How many ping pong balls can you fit into a, a Boeing 747? Five million? Am I even in the ballpark? Okay, whatever. Anyway, okay. Like they didn't care if the answer was right. They just wanted to hear your thought process. Again, about something irrelevant to your area of expertise and the job you're applying for, which really tells you a lot about the tech bro mindset of making ultra confident assumptions about things they know nothing about. Switching to more relevant coding questions helped lead to a less bro more diverse workplace But obviously having a coding assessment in your job interview at all is still super stressful and imperfect. 
And then someone replied, I would like to defend wacky interview questions like this. I used them when hiring apprentices because since we were going to train them, I was more interested in how they would approach solving a problem and how they would react to something they probably didn't prepare for. They got a lot of points for asking for more details and for how they approached the problem. This feels like if you listen to my other podcast, this feels like hypotheticals, which is a game that my other co-host has me play, which is just like you can ask follow-up questions and it's just kind of like impossible to win. But now I'm going to write how many pinballs would fit into a Boeing 747. Do you think I was right? Okay, so apparently it is 23 million. Yeah, I guess there's a vault.com article called how to answer guesstimate interview questions. But if someone got this right immediately, I if someone like I asked this and someone got it right immediately, just said the number. I would be like, oh, okay, so I don't get to hear any sort of (laughs) any sort of thought process. Like you just pretty much look this up, like got it, got it, got it. I misheard as a ping pong balls. I misheard it as pinballs. And I was like 10 million. Okay, that makes sense. I said 5 million. So clearly I would not do well in this ping pong ball Boeing 747 interview situation. But that's not true because again, like if I... Okay, if you just rattled off the number, that doesn't show your thought process at all. But again, that is so, I don't know. I get, I understand wanting to hear how people think because I guess that would help you with the job. But I also just think that sometimes stuff is so self-important. Does that make sense? It's just like really self-important to be like, we're going to ask these mind-bending brain teaser questions so we can see how unique their minds are. It's like, grow up. You're just hiring for a job. Okay, anyway, let's hear a voice memo from Brittany about a similar topic. Hi, Gabe. My name is Brittany Sheher. I am a teacher in Illinois, and I wanted to weigh in on the whole take-home project, solve problems in front of interviewers question, even though we haven't been talking about education. But I think what a lot of people don't realize that I didn't fully realize until this year is that As part of a lot of teacher interviews, you are expected to teach a lesson to students at that school. So this requires taking extra time out of your day and taking that sick time. And then also the interviewers sit in, so they are also taking time out of their day. But it felt kind of related to me thinking about this unpaid labor question that yes, the teacher whose class you're subbing for is usually there, but you are essentially picking up where the class left off and being the teacher for a day. So again, A little different, but just made me think about what is happening in education and what has been happening for a while now. So thank you so much. I love the show. Have a great day. Okay, I didn't know that about teaching interviews. I had no idea. If that's something you've experienced, please write in to GabeIsBadWithMoney at gmail.com because I had no idea that you had to substitute. Look, teachers do not get paid enough. I've seen so many videos lately of teachers dealing with rowdy classes or classes that don't respect them or violence. And I don't know if it's just because those are going viral right now or whatever, but I've run across a few. 
they don't get paid enough. And I wonder, I know the benefits are like opening young minds and stuff, but like, I got to feel like it's super disheartening if you're a teacher going in with noble intentions. I got to figure, I got to figure that it's like super disheartening to be faced with the reality of it. I mean, my friends, a lot of my friends are teachers in the South and they've stuck it out for must have been over 12 years, a bunch of them. And they do love it. And they have, you know, one of my friends is a principal now, but like, it's got to be some of the hardest work that is like only minimally rewarding. And then when it is rewarding, it must be great. But I just couldn't be me. I don't know. I mean, I, I understand wanting to see how the teacher teaches. But I would want to get paid for that day, right? I mean, we talked about it in the last mailbag about getting paid for interview time. And I would think that maybe they should pay you for that time, even if it's just like a little stipend. Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, accessed from anywhere. You can cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Everything is more expensive these days when you're running a business and you would be wise to find proven ways to cut costs and boost performance at the same time. The fact that you are able to reduce your IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud is incredible. And the ability to access your cloud financial system from anywhere saves you so much time and stress. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. netsuite.com slash badwithmoney. I love to track progress. As you guys know from listening to this show, I'm constantly tracking my progress. What have we done so far in 2024? And spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans like for a car or a home. You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. That's right, you can build your credit using your own money. Get paid up to two days early with direct deposit. With a qualifying direct deposit, you can get access to your money sooner. Fee-free overdraft with SpotMe. Overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualified direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. Access 60,000 plus fee-free ATMs. That's more than the top three national banks combined. Easily find one near you with the Chime app. Send and receive money. Use Chime to pay anyone. Chime members or not and cash out your money fee-free. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started at Chime.com slash bad money. That's Chime.com slash bad money. Chime feels like progress. 
The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. Speaking of work, here's another comment that we got that was talking about our mailbag episode that we did about polyworking, which is like another buzzword that basically means nothing. But it's like polyworking, like working at your job and then like having multiple jobs. Right. And this person wrote, LOL, I for sure thought that polyworking was going to mean working multiple jobs on the clock before I heard the definition. OK, yeah. So I actually I support that. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to come, you know, be on this podcast and be realistic and be a real person. I think you can work multiple jobs while on the clock for one job. And this person continued, I'm a social worker. So I did this for five years until going into private practice because that's what it took to get out of poverty. And I would encourage anyone in a low wage industry job to find a job where they can pull off this strategy. So I'm talking about like, if you work retail or if you work at a job like security guard or something. Some, I mean, obviously you have to pay attention, but something that is not super stre- strenuous, some, some, not even strenuous, do you know what I mean? Something where it's like, you could potentially be doing like social media for another company while you're there, or you could automate some stuff that you could like be like, you know, working for a company where you're posting, you're doing stuff for their website, you're posting new products, whatever it is. I'm just giving examples, something where you could be working multiple jobs at once while on the clock for another job. I say, do it. I say, go for it. What do you, what, what are they going to, I mean, you could get in trouble and then play them this episode and say, Gabe Dunn told me to do it. So yeah, I also wanted to talk about something that's going on with me, which is I'm, I'm working with my boyfriend on merch for the Just Between Us podcast. If you guys have ideas for merch for Bad With Money podcast, please let me know because we're working on merch. The merch probably will already be out by the time this comes out for JBU. But it's been wild trying to set up like sales tax and working with like, should the tax be included? What should the shipping rates be for each? You know, how do you work around those for international? So I've been thinking about that a lot. And so has my boyfriend. So I was wondering if anyone here knows so much about that or knows a lot about like running a small business shop, you know, like an Etsy or a... Uh, something where you mail stuff out or you you work with the drop shipping or whatever it is. I would love to hear advice for stuff like that because I think probably a lot of people here do that. And if people want to write in and have specific advice about how to do that, it would benefit me, but I think it would also benefit the listener. And we could probably do an episode about it too, but I love hearing your guys' experiences. So if you want to write in, you can do so to gabeisbadwithmoney at gmail.com. You can also contact me on Instagram at Gabe S. Dunn or at BWM pod. You can also become a patron at patreon.com slash Gabe S. Dunn. So you can see videos of these mailbags. Also write in if you've made mistakes with small business stuff like that. I want to know what mistakes to avoid. My one friend told me that they had a bunch of fraudulent orders and had to deal with that. So any sort of horror stories I would love to hear just so that I don't fall into those traps. It's a very selfish ask, but yeah, a small business drop shipping merch or sales horror stories would be interesting to hear. 
and also stuff that you did that you did well that you wanted to <laughs> give me advice about. Again, thank you so much for listening. I love you guys so much. I'm going to release you into your Friday. Okay, bye. Bad With Money with Gabe Shane Dunn is a production of Noted Bisexual. Produced by Melissa D. Monts and Diamond M. Print Productions. Edited by Diane King. Post-production sound by Coco Lorenz. And music by Mike Kaplan, Zach Sherwin, and Jack Dolgen, as sung by Sam Barbera. Thank you. Love you. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.